Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining. I've got my friend CJ Watson uh, joining us on the podcast today. Basketball extraordinaire to author to entrepreneur. CJ, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. CJ, uh, I appreciate you joining me today. I've got a lot of questions. Uh, we align uh, a lot on the education standpoint and how we feel like educate, important education is, especially reading. But could you give me a little bit of background on on your journey from you know getting into basketball to becoming an entrepreneur and, and into author? Uh, just being born and raised here in Vegas, uh, my parents always taught us about education and literacy. Uh, my grandparents were big on it and they wouldn't, my parents wouldn't let me go outside or play any sports unless my, my grades are A's and B's. Uh, so definitely education always came first. And then just the basketball part, I just grew up playing in the front yard with my dad and my brother, always being competitive, always playing for the love of the game. And then also, you know, like I said, just being dedicated. Um, just growing up here in Las Vegas, people think Vegas is just a strip and casinos and stuff like that. Uh, but that's why I think I have a play with a chip on my shoulder, you know, just throughout the, my whole career. The uh, That's all I ever thought Vegas was. I can remember my first time <laughs> I landed there completely by accident. My flight got delayed there and I ended up spending a day and a half, uh, no yeah. luggage, just on the strip. So it was it was a journey, uh, but it, it's a cool place. And and as you, we've all got to see and witness, it is becoming a, a sports mecca as well. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Sports is coming here. It's already big, you know. The Vegas Golden Knights, the Aces winning back-to-back championships. Uh, baseball's coming. Football's here. Basketball's uh, sure to come. You know, we have other sports like lacrosse and women's pro volleyball here. So I think it's uh, it's definitely a, a booming city, and uh, I'm happy for it. I was actually talking to a guy the other day that's looking to bring professional soccer there as well. So yeah, um, everything seems to be growing in, in Vegas, and, you know, they just launched the Sphere, and everything else is there. So why yeah. not? You know what I mean? Um, right. How long did you play basketball? And then after basketball, how long did, did you wait before you moved into to starting your business? Uh, so I played uh, in the NBA for 10 years, uh, a couple years overseas. And then I think uh, during the, my whole career, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. If I did retire soon or when I, when I was going to retire, I always uh, went to like internships at like Google or Facebook, EA Sports, and uh, like real estate internships. So I tried to like just go to things that I was interested in, but I never knew what I exactly wanted to do. So when I was finished, I just wanted to try to get some passive income. So I wanted to be an entrepreneur and have, be my own boss. So I thought going into vending machines was a good idea and uh, started trying to eat healthy. So I wanted other people to try to eat healthy too. So just try to, you know, expand that longer life expectancy and uh, just be healthier. Did now you and I have touched briefly, but you operate vending machines across the entire city of Las Vegas. Tell us how that works. Yeah, so uh, we have three locations. Uh, we have a couple in the animal hospitals and one in the uh, city hall. So uh, just three for now. Uh, like I said, passive income, but I definitely want to maybe expand more. Um, but like I said, I just see it as uh, being my own boss, being able to run my own business, learn about business at the same time. And uh, like I said, just, you know, just do uh, just have free time, actually, because I have three kids. So I want to be able to do uh, do stuff, take them to practices, school, stuff like that. I don't want to be tie tied down to a job. Was the was having kids what got you into becoming an author? Because you're you're an author with four books, is it? Yeah, four books. Yeah, that was definitely one of the one of the reasons. Uh, but my main reason was just to uh, inspire kids. Uh, I was just sitting down one day and I said, "How can I continue to inspire kids? You know, not 
playing in the NBA, but still be able to tell my story. I think that's just the, the best way. I said kids need to read. Uh, so I contacted one of my old coaches. He was a former author. So I asked him the process uh, and give me some advice. And he gave me all his advice. And that's kind of how the first book got started. And I said I had more stories to tell. So I wrote three more. <laughs> Which one do you think you fell in love with the most while you're doing the journey? Uh, I would definitely say that the first one because that's the, you know, the pride and joy. That's kind of how it all started. Um, just that first story kind of tells my whole life from, you know, growing up to to basketball and kind of the dreams and goals that I had and then the places where I lived, stuff like that. So I think it's a little bit all in one, but I think the first one definitely for sure. Now, is the first one CJ's big dream or? Yeah, that's that's the first one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we've got CJ's big dream, CJ's big project, CJ's big moment and CJ and his magic socks. Tell us about the yep. magic socks. Are they real? <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're definitely real. So all my stories are real. They all happened to me. I didn't really when I wrote books, I didn't want to fabricate anything or tell like, a, you know, a, a lie or, or fail like, or, or fade. So I just wanted to be be honest and open with kids. And I think uh, growing up, I had these lucky socks that I thought made me be, you know, Michael Jordan-esque. Uh, but definitely it was just the hard work that I put in, the practice that I put in and the time that I put in. So it's not about, you know, whatever you were, whatever superstitions you have. It's just about the effort and the time you put in to, to make whatever dream you want to come true. You'd mentioned earlier that you got into basketball playing with your brother and your dad. Did, were they athletes or, you know, did they uh, sports? Was it a big part of their life or just something they did for fun? Uh, my dad was probably just something he did for fun. I'm sure he probably could have went to college or maybe professional even, but uh, he just got in a lot of trouble. He would even tell you that himself growing up. So he kind of didn't get to, to go that route, but I'm sure he kind of lived through me and uh, was was happy to see that me uh, be successful at it. My brother played overseas. He went to college playing basketball. So it was definitely like a family thing. I think a family is uh, or sports in our family was big. My parents both played sports, uh, aunts and uncles, cousins. So it's pretty much a a, a family thing. So you had that competitiveness right across your family from the start to kind of push you to to be better. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like if you come to my house, like, you know, during Thanksgiving or Christmas, we're all, you know, uh, in the house playing games, something like that. And it's competitive. It gets to, it gets close to, to fist fights and stuff like that. So you don't you don't want to be on the other end of it. <laughs> now, your kids, they play sports, right? Yeah, my oldest plays sports now. Uh, my other two are just kind of too young right now, but I'm sure they maybe we'll get them in the sports one. Are, are they more into the books than the sports or? Yeah, then the books, you know, like Roblox, you know, uh, YouTube, <laughs> TV, what most kids are, you know, iPads all the time. But we try to keep them off that kind of stuff and, and get outside, you know, play. And like I said, just play with their sisters and enjoy that time. That's kind of you mentioned Roblox. That's kind of what got me focused into how we've built the Edsoma content is putting you know, stuff that interests kids in front of them consistently in order to give them an opportunity to grow their education. So it's interesting to see, you know, how many people have had Roblox circle through their lives yeah. with their young <laughs> kids right now. It seems yeah, like everybody, everybody I talked to uh, did that. Um, about your foundation, Quiet Storm Foundation, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, so Quiet Storm Foundation, we started back in 2009. Uh, mostly my parents idea, but they have a big giving heart and love to give back. So we decided my goal was if I were when I was younger, I'd say if I ever successful, I wanted to be able to give back to my city and give back to the neighborhood that kind of helped raise me. Um, so that's what that's what we do. We put on three programs each year, put on a free basketball camp in the summertime at a school program uh, during the school year for kids to come get tutoring sessions. Uh, a chef comes in and teach them how to make a healthy meal. I also have a gym instructor to come and uh, do gym instructions with them to teach them about health and fitness. 
then uh, in February, we have a Black Essay contest coming up. So uh, those are the three big events that we have. And uh, like I said, I just love to give back to kids and love to give back to back to my community that helped raise me. Let's touch on that that essay you talked about. Um, so the winner of that, you guys actually take to Parliament, right? Is that how that works? Uh, the winner. So when I played in the NBA, we the winners we used to take to every city, whatever city I played in, uh, free limo ride, free airfare, hotel, uh, bring them to the back of the locker room and let them meet the players, coaches, you know, and uh, walk around the, the arena. Uh, but now since I'm retired, we take them to uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, they get a, a tour of the Black History uh, Museum, get to walk uh, throughout the, the, the White House. Um, so I definitely think it's cool, cool for them to do um, stuff like that. I never got to do when I was a kid. So like I said, I just love to give back and see the smiles on those those kids faces. That's really cool to, to see that. It's awesome to see how athletes can actually give back and change the communities that they come from. They have a, a really big role. And with where I come from or, you know, with where, where my business is, seeing how big of influence athletes have has been really informative. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool that you've been able to walk out of your professional career and still continue to give back. Um, some of the notes that I've taken is that you like to dabble in angel investments. You, you were a part of the Instacart, uh, <laughs> investment. How, how'd you get involved in angel investing? Uh, I just, I was so actually, truthfully, I was in 2013, I had some piece of equity in the, a company that they asked me to just market for. Uh, I saw that the company wasn't going to go any further. So I just took my equity and, uh, and got out, I guess, I, I guess that was a good idea because I got some, some good cash out, out from it. Um, uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's kind of my first, uh, kind of venture into it. Then I just started reading books, meeting a whole bunch of different people in that space. Then I met this guy named Rashawn Williams, who's been a big mentor to me. Uh, he's helped me in a lot of ways, learn about the angel and, and VC world, uh, giving me books to read and just helping me uh, in, in different deal flow and stuff like that. So uh, that's kind of how we got through that uh, investment is through Rashawn. You, you've mentioned a couple of things that I want to talk, talk to circle back to, but one was uh, mentorship. Um, mm-hmm. talk about that. I've got a lot of young entrepreneurs always asking questions about, you know, how'd you lounge shack? How'd you know, all of this stuff. Right. <laughs> um, and you touch on and mentorship and the importance of it. Do you, do you mind diving into that a little bit more? Yeah, I think mentorship is big. I think whatever, uh, you know, market you want to go into ment- being, having a mentor and daily or weekly, maybe even monthly talking to that mentor getting that advice because they've been there and done that already. They've had wins and losses and they can kind of direct you of what to do, what not to do, not really tell you what to do, but kind of just give you advice on, on things. And I think everyone needs a mentor because like I said, uh, I, I didn't know anything really about angel investing or VC, but uh, just going through Rashawn and other people that I've met, they've taught me a lot about, about that, that world and things I need to know and things I, I, I need to, to not do. <laughs> the other thing that I like to, to ask, uh, the guests that join us on here is the importance between networking and, and having a network. Um, for me, it's been, you know, a lifeline. Uh, where, where do you stand on, you know, is the importance behind building a network? Uh, it's, it's big, man. It's probably one of those biggest things, you know, you hear that cliche all the time, your net worth is your network. So, you know, the, the people, the friends that you have around your business partners, uh, things of that nature, they kind of make up uh, the person who you are. So, you know, uh, I think it's definitely big and I love to meet people in different spaces and it, definitely in the space that I'm in. So always and you never can stop learning, I feel like. And I, I think I, for me, I always want to learn. I always want to learn more and, uh, and meet different people who've been successful and uh, done things that I haven't done. So maybe I can maybe partner with them or, you know, just learn from them. 
That's all awesome. CJ, I, I, I know that you're busy. Uh, it's, it's taken us a minute to connect because you've got a hundred things going on, but I want to thank you for taking time uh, to join us on here and giving this insight to some of the listeners that watch our show. So CJ, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. No, thank you, man. I'm honored. Thanks for having me. Thanks, CJ.